This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking with me, Marshall Ramsey. This is the show about the most interesting people and stories in Mississippi. The holidays are over, and it's a new year. It's the time when most people start thinking about change. Most people start off strong, but midway, the motivation seems to fade. Well, our guest today is no stranger to motivating the masses, be it radio or during her candid relationship hour, hosting, speaking, or engagements. Radio personality and author Tambra Sheree is here to talk about her book, Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love. Eight simple keys for you to become a better you. Plus, Michelle and I will chat about the latest headlines in the weekly roundup. If you want to be part of the show, because it's your show too, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. You can drop me an email at marshall at mpbonline.org. Hey, stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Good morning. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Happy 2020. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. Uh, The holidays are over. Oh, thank goodness the holidays are over because I got so fat over the holidays. If the holidays had gone another week, I would not have fit in the studio. I loved food and it loved me back. Anyway, most people are starting off strong. Um, I know I'm on a diet, for instance, uh, but midway, the motivation seems to fade, like around lunchtime when I'm ready for something fried. Uh, Well, our guest today is no stranger to motivating. In fact, she's amazing. Uh, She's, well, you probably have seen her, heard her. She's all over the place. In fact, I'm exhausted just reading about her her bio because she does a little bit of everything. She has the Candid Relationship Hour, which um, she's already starting to work on me. She's taking notes. She does speaking engagements. She does hosting. She's a radio personality and now an author. Tambra Sheree is here to talk about her new book, Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love, The Eight Simple Keys for You to Become a Better You. And I've gone through all eight of the keys, and you know what? I got some serious work to do. I think she can help us out. Michelle, happy holidays. Oh, by the way, I'll throw that phone number out there because, you know, this show, and this is one of our goals for 2020 because we are so grateful that you are listening on a Monday morning to this show, to Michelle and I, talk to really incredible people all around the state of Mississippi. But we want you to call, so we want you to be part of it. So you can always give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can always drop an email if you're shy at marshall at mpbonline.org. But no shy people in the building today. Uh, We're going to welcome one of the least shy people on the planet here in just a half second. But, Michelle, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Everyone, Happy New Year 2020. Everyone's saying what? The year of clear, clear vision. vision. Exactly. And, uh, Which I haven't cute. had since I was pretty much 18. I've been wearing glasses <laughs> that whole time. Well, so. you know what? Sometimes you need uh, things to help you see better. So uh, That's called can, a wife. Or, yeah, that tends to help me. Yes. Or a book or the eight keys. Well, and the I eight like, keys will do that. I yes. like that analogy. So sometimes like we use readers uh, to help us see better. So yeah. everyone is not born with clear vision. So basically with me... Yeah, basically with me, the eight keys are the eight keys I tried because she's changed the locks on the house because I needed clear vision, That's right? That's funny. I'm laughing at Tam right now. I, I just said something. She was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to use that one. I'm use yeah, she's stealing it. One. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's been taking notes. She's good. But you know what? Uh, 
I, I've been saying this. We ha- I had my first live show Friday with uh, Camille and I on Next Stop. And I have to say, 2019 was an amazing year. And I'm smiling when I say that because 2019 was an amazing year. It was... Uh, so was it an amazing year or an amazing year? <laughs> it Tell was me. an amazing year. Not just because I finished graduate school, but because a lot, I saw a lot of people complete goals. I saw a lot yeah. of people uh, do things and things came to fruition that they wanted to had to happen. I saw a lot of growth in uh, myself and my daughter. She's 16. She turned 16 in 2019. Just a lot of things uh, happening. And then 2020, a lot of new things are on the brink of happening. So I'm just happy right now. This is a good time for me. Oh, I saw and, a lot uh, of growth. Yeah, 16 pounds over the holidays. So yeah, that was huge growth. <laughs> well, you know what? But, but I tell you're you going to get those off. You, but let me you tell know, you about 2019. 2019, and I saw a lot of people on Facebook were like, oh, thank God it's over. Thank God it's done. Oh, it was terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. And I tell you what, it was hard. I mean, there were some hard moments last year, and I'll be really honest with you. I cherish those hard moments as much as I do the good moments. Mm-hmm. Now, I had some good moments. I, UT, University of Tennessee, gave me an alumni award. That was cool. Got to go back where I came from, so that was neat. And then I got to speak at the Bush Library, and that was a bucket list kind of moment. Mm-hmm. But, man, the challenges were what what ended up making me better mm-hmm. because it set up some really good things for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we... The Clarion Ledger had printed my book, Drawing the Line, uh, a couple years ago, and they had some left over. So they said, hey, come and get them. So I got to go down on Thursday and drive the truck. And I got like the biggest U-Haul truck you can possibly get, or rider truck or whatever. I'm not trying to promote, but just a giant rental truck. And I'm driving, and I'm packing this thing up into the loading dock. I've never done that before in my life. And I'm thinking, this is not going to end well. There are going to be flames and tears and gnashing of teeth. But I did it. And then they loaded it up. And then I unloaded 13,000 pounds of books into a storage warehouse. So I'm ready to get those moving. And I'm just like going, look what I can do when I put my mind to something. And I think so many times we catastrophize things. We sit there and say, oh, man, I, I've got to lose weight. This is going to be horrible. I've got So I'm working on a project right now where I'm having to do 11 pieces of artwork by Wednesday. That's a lot. Hand-drawn, coloring, and everything else. And last night, and I wrote a little piece about it on Facebook, you can read it, and I started complaining about it. I'm like, I can't believe I'm sitting there, compl- I'm getting to draw pictures for a living, and I'm complaining about it? And I just suddenly felt joy radiate, and it's like, I'm getting to use my talent. So that's what 2020 is going to be for me. That's my goal, is to be able to say, okay, how are ways that I can use my talent to make other people's lives better? But you man, you made a point. I don't know if you even knew that. Yeah, that you I made know. This point I, I do. About I, I know everything I mean. Oh, yeah. um, what's funny is that when you look at your life in perspective of other people. Oh, yeah, if you just, do that. Period, yeah. I have shoes. Okay. But, exactly. But yeah. just when you look at your life, and I know it's easy to just go, just because we're the way we wire humans to say, oh, I feel I don't feel like doing this. Like when you talked about books, you asked me what I did this weekend. I actually tackled some things in my house, you know, that closet that you have full of everything. And yeah. actually it's full of books. And my daughter, like I said, she's 16 and she said, Ma, don't throw away this book. Don't throw away that book because these are books that were uh, near and dear to her heart. They were like, she was yeah, their memories young. were attached to exactly. them. Exactly. So I told her, I said, you know what? No, let's give these books to the education department at MPB to move it, you know, pay it forward to some other young kids that would benefit from these wonderful books that you have. And she was like, 
Okay. So she gave away your phone to someone else so no, that they could no, pay it forward, funny. right? Okay. We're talking about books. But okay. what's funny is that ah. I, I realized that I had a lot of books. I had a lot of stuff, you know, just to stuff. hold on to. Yeah. And it's in that one long closet. And I felt good to just purge, just to get that stuff out the house. What's New Year's? And give it yeah. to someone else that could use it. And so, again, complaining, I'm not going to do any. I know my coworkers are hearing this. I'm saying it on live radio. I'm not complaining. I just heard it thunder. Ever again in 2020. I'm not a complainer. You're not going to complain ever again in 2020. My Hang director on. just poked his head no, in I'm and said, that okay. One down. But no, no. I, I don't think I'm a complainer. I really, if someone would ask you, you know, at, tell me about uh, Michelle. Uh, my personality is not just, you know, that way, but I'm going to complain less. I'm not, not going to complain about anything in 2020. And that's one of my goals. I had that moment and uh, we were unloading the box. Now, the boxes, we had to back the truck into a storage thing and walk down a hallway. And so we had to do it by hand truck. So mm-hmm. seven boxes at a time. There were 480 boxes, as you can imagine. That took a while. Mm-hmm. So I, I had my wife, Amy. She's a saint. She's got wings. Just look. Uh, and my 12-year-old, who was not as much help as he could have been. I could have used the two older ones, but they were out of town. So anyway, so we're doing this. And my middle son's girlfriend's dad came and helped us. Wow. And I, that, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. But he did not complain the whole time. And we were just going along. And it was so overwhelming but if we'd have been complaining the whole time about, God, look how many books, this is terrible, it would have been horrible. Yes, it but makes instead, it worse. But right. instead, we're like, we were making fun and making the work fun and doing that. Mm-hmm. So, And, of course, I can't now walk because of it. <laughs> but ibuprofen is my friend. But you're good. You're good. You are still here. And you looking good and looking uh, refreshed. And uh, Well, I am down eight pounds of you. the 16, so I look better. <laughs> Because, you know, that's what matters on radio is how good you look. It does. It does. (laughs) My artwork looks great on radio. All right. Well, we've got a fantastic first guest of 2020. You're going to love her. She's incredible all the way around. Okay, I've oversold her, but she's still cool. You're going to like her. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll welcome our guest, radio personality, author, Tambra Cherie. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. standing member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Hey, welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I am the editor-at-large at Mississippi Today. But today... I'm your host, and I hope you're having a great Monday and a great start to 2020. Today, our guest is no stranger to radio, so let's welcome the show without further ado, radio personality and author, Tambra Shreed. Tambra, I don't even think it's fair to say that you're just a radio personality and an author because you're, you're portfolio of things you do is as long as my arm. Really? Yeah, you're pretty busy. Well, I try to stay busy, but you, thank you. You hustle. Yes, yes. And I don't think people realize that, just but how much hustle fun? comes with it. But isn't it more fun that way? It is. Yeah. It is. 
It oh, is. Okay. Um, enough about whatever it was I was talking about before. Let's talk about you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. How'd you get started? In radio? No, no just in general. Oh. No, no, from, <laughs> from the beginning. Oh, from, do we have that much time? Okay, we got an hour. So literally. Well, we got 45 minutes, so yes. <laughs> well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely appreciate it. It's always fun to come and talk to different radio personalities. Like, I, I love it. So thank you. Oh, I just say, when I saw you were like coming on the show, I'm like, great. I don't have to work today. Uh, she you can, know what? She can do all the work? <laughs> she, she can talk. <laughs> it's okay. She's not it's, shy. It's absolutely okay. It is okay. okay. Okay, interviewing people, when you interview somebody and ask them a question that's like 19 miles long and they go, yes. I, I Really? <laughs> you cannot do that because I'm going to try to pull everything out of you. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. But literally, I will be honest. I actually started, honestly, Marshall, my major was marketing and management. I graduated. I have an MBA degree. Yeah. And literally, I felt like I was going to be in corporate America. Mm-hmm. God had another plan, a totally different plan for me. And usually that happens, you know, but... It was when I was actually working on, well, I guess I probably started, I interned, I used to intern at corporate, corporate corporations. Right. And I remember interning, I would get finished with the work so fast, I would finish it and I would start looking up entertainment news. Like, that's what I would start doing. Yeah. I, I was more fascin- fascinated with literally the entertainment world. So when I finished college, graduated, I had an opportunity to go to that particular company and they were paying about $60,000 was my first offer letter. Yeah. I've never made that in life. And I realized that just felt like you'd have been rich. Oh my goodness. But here's the thing. I continued on and went and got my MBA degree. Yeah. And only because the simple fact is that I had never made $60,000. So I feel like if you've never made it, you're not going to miss it. Because you've never made it. Right. So at this point, I was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I knew I loved entertainment. I knew I loved music. I loved people. I had a passion for people. So literally, when I was actually working on my master's degree, I started interning at a radio station. Nice. Interning at a radio station. And I, I loved television as well. Yeah. And literally, but I had none of that experience. I just didn't have the experience. And I remember telling people, like, I really love, and at this point, I'm almost about to graduate from my master's. And they're like, well, you're going to have to go back and pretty much major in communications and all of that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I'll be honest. I was like, I'm not about to do that. Well, it's weird because I, I, like you, I have a marketing degree. And which, by the way, is one of the most important things in the world, because in this day and age, when you're a content creator, you have to be able to market yourself and be able to that be is a true. good business person. That so, is true. So in a way, what you did was brilliant. But now I'm going back and getting my master's in journalism. So now I'm taking classes where I'm going, well, I've done that for 30 years. Exactly. 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 So that's what I'm saying. And, you know, and I talk about this in the book as well, because I remember just so many people saying, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to go back to school. You're going to have to do this. And I remember, and I, this, I talk about that as far as like telling yeah. people your goals and all of that, you have to be mm-hmm. careful who you actually tell your goals to because everybody's not going to understand that you don't have the tools that you need to do what you need to do, but you have the gift. Amen. So there is a difference. So I literally, I talk about that, but I started, I'm just like, I, I don't want to do that. So literally I started making my own experience. Any artist that would come to the city, I started going to interview them yeah. and I was doing it on television. Any, any artist, it can be New Orleans. We were going down to the Essence Festival. We started interviewing artists there. I just started the hustle of it all. 
I just started gaining that experience. And then I started writing for a magazine. I don't, at that time, allhiphop.com was a huge internet entity. Um, Ozone Magazine was huge. I started just getting these all of these interviews, and I just started writing. I was just creating my experience right. and learning. And I like that, I, creating your experience. Yes, what a great I, way of putting that. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the biggest teacher is experience. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with making mistakes. And then I started actually meeting people in the industry who would help you as yeah. far as linking up with mentors who knew way more than you. So literally, that's how I got my start. You know, when, when Rita Brent was my producer before the great Michelle came in, um, Rita was starting to talk about becoming, you know, a stand-up comedian. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people would have just said, oh, I'm going to be a comedian and jump off into the water. But instead, she would find people. Like, she got in with Ricky Smiley. Yes. And Ricky has yes. been, like, her godfather. Yes, you know, a great been, mentor. Just been a wonderful mentor. Yes. And it, you're so right, because when you actually have the courage to take that first step and go talk to people... It's amazing because there are yes. people that will see things in you, but you also have to be careful of the negative ones, even the ones that might mm-hmm. care about you, because they might like try to s- discourage your dream. Absolutely. That's why you have to be careful who you tell your goals and dreams to. So you you're, really you're, intern, you're interning at the radio. Interning at and the was radio it, was station. Was there anybody at the radio station that kind of took you under their wing? Yes. I will be so honest. My first break at the radio station, I walked in the program director's office. I literally went to Walmart and I bought one of those little recorders. Yeah. And I did a break. I remember sitting in bed at night and I did a break and I took it to him the next day. I already had got a meeting with him, set it up, everything. I took it to him the next day and I played it on a recorder. He put me on doing overnights. I was doing from like 12 midnight to 5 a.m. in the morning. Oh, that's great. Because <laughs> yes. you get your experience and you're <laughs> not like 10 exactly, million people listening to it. Exactly. Yeah. So I, do you imagine I'm in the studio trying to make sure those breaks are perfect, recording, recording, but that's actually how I started. It was amazing. It was amazing. So from that point, and did, when did he say, okay, you're doing the night show, but we really see something in you. Is that how you picked up doing what you're doing now? Honestly, no. Okay. <laughs> so, to be honest, that's great. Okay, so there's a few more pieces to the puzzle but that's, there, that's Marshall. Okay. Yes. I, see, I was hoping it'd be one of those overnight success things. No. <laughs> Is there such a thing as an overnight success? No, I think literally, I remember interviewing Kevin Lyles. And Kevin Lyles, something that he said, and I actually quote him in the book, when you put in the work, you will get the results. How do you know? Okay, here's, here's another question for you. When you're putting in the work and the breaks start coming, how do you know when to take the, have the courage to jump? And take the the big break that's coming because sometimes you know there's a there's a joke about a guy sitting on a house and he's praying for God to help him is flooding and a boat comes by and he says no I'm waiting for God to save me and then mm-hmm. a helicopter and then he drowns and he mm-hmm. says God why didn't you save me he said well I said a boat and a helicopter how do you mm-hmm. know when that moment is I think it's just passion and intuition yeah. I think both of us, I think we possess all of that, that especially our intuition. Yeah. I think you just literally, sometimes it's never going to be the right moment. Right. Ever. If you're waiting for something at the right moment, you're going to be waiting for a very long time because it's never going to be the right moment. And sometimes we don't even know what the right moment looks like. So that's why it took me so long to get married. That's exactly. (laughs) Really? Wait, we have Amy on the line. She's like, just straighten this out. That's, but. What it sounds like, and just just from reading about your career and all the things that are going on, and I can't wait to get into the book because there's the eight keys are incredible. So you're going along, and you're basically making your opportunities. You're not waiting for them to come to you. I couldn't. Yeah. Not if I really wanted to Eat. do what I wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah. And it was my passion. And it never, to this day, I feel like I haven't worked because I, I love what I do. How long have you been doing it now? Ooh, I've been 
with one station for 10 years now, and I didn't okay, even realize it. that is like it. super unusual. I didn't even, I didn't realize it. I was thinking more like seven, and they were like, no, it's actually been 10 years this year. And I was like, wait a minute, where did the time go? You get a little gold pen? I know, right? I'm like, where did it go? Because it just goes to show when you're really having a good time and you're following your passion and yeah. you love what you do, you love the people that you're around, time flies. And it is flown by. It's flown by. So I absolutely... I love it. I, I love it. And I wouldn't change the way I actually broke into the industry for anything because it's a part of who I am. And then it allowed me the experiences that I've grown through to actually help other people and help other women. So I, I love yeah. it. See, I love it. But I see a golden thread through your mission is that you're trying to help other people. Absolutely. I'm a servant. I'll tell anybody that I'm just a servant all day. It's not about me at all. And that's always been, and you know this, even in radio, it's not about me. It's never about me. It's always about the audience. I'm here to serve you. And so I do that throughout all areas of my life. I tell you, that's uh, that's really important for a lot of people to remember, because if you do make it about yourself, and sometimes I'm guilty of that, but if you do make it about yourself, <laughs> you, you find out you're just not that interesting. Absolutely. But other people are interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, did you have this much energy when you were a kid? I think I did. Okay. I, think I was I just did. curious. I didn't know. I think I did, but I was shy. No. Yes. I kid you not. I was shy. You got over it. You think so? A little bit. I remember taking a class at Jackson State University, and we yeah. had to take public speaking. I did not That'd like be that class. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like it. And it's amazing because I'll go back and talk to the students in mass communications department and of course, I just remember I told you I don't have I tell them all the time when they call, be like, look, first and foremost, I don't have a mass communications degree, right. but I do have the years of experience. But I will say this literally, I remember I did not like that class. I would want to go last every <laughs> time. And she would always make me go first. Always. I used to sit in the back but of the she class. Knew it. She knew you didn't like she, it, so she was trying to push you. Exactly. See, my speech teacher was the same way. She first day I got test back after the first test, and I got a ninety-five. And she just looked at me and she said, "You can do better than that." Like, mm. What kind of nut? Who, who are you? <laughs> exactly. But you know, you need people. So what you're saying is, it's really important to have mentors in your life that push you. Yes. Absolutely. Let's, Absolutely. Let's talk about the book for just, we'll get started on the book a little bit. Um, you've been, of course, in media. You've done a little, dabbled with a little bit of everything. Why did you decide to sit down and write a book? To be honest with you, I do believe it was part of my purpose because I, I think I ran for it from it yeah. for a while. Really? I do. Okay. I do. Because did it, the did title. Make, did it, was it, um, was it just like, Against, I mean, did it make you feel comfortable? What what made you feel like you you were going to put too much of yourself down on the paper? What what happened? I do believe that. I yeah. I do believe. I do believe. I do believe all of that because literally the title "Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love." I do believe the title. The title came from just being in the entertainment business. Yeah. That I, you know, you're you're surrounded by a lot of sin. <laughs> <laughs> I will be honest, you're surrounded by a lot of sin, yeah. but you don't have to compromise who you are. And I do believe I was always grounded with love. And so that's the title that literally came to me years ago. And I'm talking about years. I'm talking about seven, eight years now, yeah. literally. So that's why I say, you know how you, you write something down? And I remember writing it down. And I was like, maybe one day. And when I say one day, I was talking about years right. from now, years. But I always say when you have an assignment 
and you do not follow through on God's assignment, things will start happening in your life where you're going to be forced to follow through. Like, this is my plan for yeah. you. So I feel like it was a part of him talking to me. I don't know if you're familiar with David Goggins or not. He's a former Navy SEAL. He's a guy that runs like 300 miles at a time. He's a little bit crazy, I guess, but he's really, really motivational. And he talked about, you know, that moment that he was afraid of dying and God saying, you know, you could have been a Navy SEAL. You could have done this. You could have that, but you didn't do it. You wasted it. Mm. That is so, I mean, I'm just sitting here, I'm looking at your book and I'm, I'm hearing you talk and it sounds like that you want to make sure that when you die, that everything that you have got everything out of the way. Absolutely. You have to use your gift. Yeah. You have to. And it's so amazing because I will say I it didn't take long to actually write the book because I started writing down various things just yeah. like on the computer. I started writing down various things, but I started doing a lot of hosting of mm-hmm. women empowerment events. Yeah. I started doing relationship hour. You hear a lot of things about relationships. You would do it. You just hear a lot of things with people. People talk to you. And I love people. And I love that fact. But I remember when I finished the book, like literally on my laptop, closed it, like I'm done. I'm going to actually put this out. Probably about two days, maybe three, mm-hmm. two or three days later, I received a phone call from a young lady and I had been hosting her women empowerment events. And she called and she was like, you know what? I'm having another one. And I'm excited. I'm like, yes, I love hosting your events. She was like, no, we're on the phone. She had no idea about this book. She says, Tambra, I really feel like God is telling me you have more to say. I want you to be the keynote speaker. Wow. And I was like, are you serious? Because I had just finished this book. So you had your speech right there. I just finished. She had no idea. So I tell people all the time, sometimes we feel like literally, you know, we're waiting on God. We're waiting on God. Sometimes God is waiting on you. Like, I feel like he was telling me, I was just waiting on you to finish this. You had to meet me there. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And, uh... The book is Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love. We're talking with Tambo Cherise in, in the house with us. The book is, of course, Eight Simple Keys to Becoming a Better You. Uh, after the break, we will talk about those eight keys because I think that it's New Year. A lot of people are trying to figure out, oh, I got yes. these goals. I got to get through it. I think they'll really help. That's Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Say, hey, you got a New Year's resolution you need some help with. Tambor can probably help you out. Just give us a call. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Jason Klein from Fix It 101. If you ever thought about changing the doorknob or fixing a leaky faucet, some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. 
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking with me, your host, Marshall Ramsey, the first show of 2020. I don't know about you, but if you've uh, got your long list of New Year's resolutions, this is the show for you because we have the guest for you. For you. I was just telling Tamber just a half second ago, my brain is like starting to misfire. This this could get interesting for the next 30 minutes. But anyway, we've been talking with radio personality and author Tamber Sheree. She's got the new book, Sat See, there we go again. Surrounded by sin, grounded by love. Eight simple keys to becoming a better you. Like learning how to speak English might be one of my first ones. Remember, you talked about the book. You said you'd been writing it down and you kind of, um, you've been thinking about it for a long time and you literally just float out of your fingertips. And then you get this huge invitation to get to go speak as a keynote speaker. So you've suddenly got this great material. So now for the big part. What's the, what are the eight keys? Great, you don't have to read the book to get all of them. But oh, okay. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> I will oh, by say, the way, she does have an MBA. So. <laughs> no freebies here. No, no, no sure. freebies you here. Get, you'll get two and a half you know, and like it. Yes, you know, it, it's 2020, so yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, just give us a four. I know, I know right? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to spoil it. Half. I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to kill her mic and just read them aloud. <laughs> well, no, it's a various of things. Yes. I, I I think it's 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 really a number of things and I share things that I've gone through yeah and how the attitude that I've had to adopt right to get through things and then you watch other people go through things and you you encourage them to adopt the same type of attitude yeah. and behavior and I tell people all the, all the time it takes work to become a better you yeah just how we come to work Every day, you have to do that to yourself. Yeah. Like you have to, it's going to take effort. It's not just going to happen. And you have to want to become better. You have to want to become a better person. And you'll see when you start doing things, you'll see other areas of your life just getting better just because you're working on yourself. Here's the hard part, though, is because I think most of us kind of go through life on autopilot. The brain uses a lot of energy. We just basically we develop these shortcuts. And I don't think many of us know that we've got these flaws. And then then we feel miserable and we go out and self-medicate, whether it's, you know, drinking too much sugar or whatever the case is. How do you realize, okay, I've got stuff to work on. For me, I can't fit in my clothes. So I realize I need to go so on you realize that yeah, Absolutely, so absolutely. I think a lot of people do not realize that they are hurting yeah. or think that they need to heal. Because yeah. you just said it. People do other things and other, they stay busy, other areas of their life. They feel like it. if you don't deal with a lot of stuff from your past, it can solely affect your present and your future. Right. And I strongly believe that. People say, you know, all the time, well, let's leave that in the past. No, if you have things that you need to deal with, that you need to heal from, it's going to affect your present. It's going to affect your future, how you treat people, how you treat yourself. There is so much. One word that we used a lot in 2019 was self-love. Yeah. I love the fact that people were promoting self-love because we could tell you how to do a number of things. And I remember we have all of these women empowerment events that will tell you how to run a business. We'll tell you how to market your business, how to create a business. We'll do all of those things, but it will not work. All of that will still fall at the wayside. If here, yeah. your mind, if that's not you, if it's not actually, if you're not loving on yourself and your mind, then it's not going to work. 
It's not going to work. So you, you are the vehicle. You are that engine that keeps everything else going on in your life. And all you have to do is just work on it. How do you do that? Literally. Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you a few. I'll give you a few. I'll give you a few. What worked for me. No, I'm taking notes. What literally worked for me. And the industry that I'm in, I never compromised who I was. And a lot of us, I will see a lot of people compromising who they are just to make other people feel comfortable or for them to fit in. Yeah. I see that a lot, and especially in the entertainment industry. You want to be loved. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to feel I guess, and, and we're living in a time of social media, too, popular, the in crowd. But isn't that kind of, I mean, seriously, this is like, I was thinking about how most cartoonists become cartoonists, because maybe we didn't have the social skills to have, you know, get there and have a lot of friends, so we would be, oh, we can draw, and we go, look at me, look at me, and that's kind of the same way it is with the entertainment business or radio or anything else. You want, Sometimes you want to get out there so that people will like you. But that's also, I think, making it about yourself. Yeah. That's still making it about yourself. I think that I, I, I strongly believe that. And I agree. I'm you have to take yeah. you out of it. Right. You have to totally take you out of it. I remember, and when Writing I say as far as like compromising, I remember just starting out in the entertainment industry. And I'm around a lot of things that you probably should not be around. Right. But I never partake, partake in any of that. You know, and that also, when you notice, instead of trying to fit in, for me, I started getting more respect. Because I wasn't trying to fit in. Right. They could tell I was different. And you're born to be different. You were standing out because you're not trying to fit in. You're born to stand out. So why are you trying to fit in? So for me, that was a part of not compromising and then setting boundaries. Boundaries are huge. Huge. And it's so hard to do sometimes if you don't have the self-esteem. Absolutely. You will let people run over you just because you don't have boundaries. Boundaries are important in all relationships, not just personal relationships, work relationships on the job. You have to have boundaries. If you don't, people will run over you, disrespect you because you have no boundaries. That goes into you trying to fit in once again. Set boundaries for yourself and write them down. I am a huge advocate. Do you see this in front of me? I'm a huge advocate of writing things down because there is something very intentional when you write things down. Right. So even in your relationships, I believe in writing things down. I see down. you have it written down with a piece of paper with a pen, not just in your yes. phone, too. Not, and that makes a difference. Earlier yeah. this year, when I first made it for 2020, I was telling people, and someone was like, well, no, I can put it in my phone. Don't put it in your phone. I'm talking about pen, paper. I'm looking at you. You have pen and paper. I do. It's very intentional when you write things down. That means it is intentional. You are putting this in. This is exactly what I want. These are the things that I'm, I'm not going to settle for. Right. So I talk about that in the book, and you have to be comfortable with that. Hey, Tam, I talk about that a lot, too, when you say writing something down. It, to me, I call it tangible. It makes it tangible. Yes. It makes it real. Yeah. And I was just telling our intern here, when I want something, when I wanted something, and I know it was going to happen, even if it looked like it may not, mm-hmm. I wrote it down and I said, on this date, this will happen. I will do this on this date. Absolutely. And it, will happen. And it always, when I say always, always, always happened. And I've been doing that for years now. But when you I tell my, again, my 16-year-old how, the, how important that is, when you think of something, like you said, not just mm-hmm. thinking about it, not just saying it, writing it down, it makes it tangible. It Absolutely. makes it real. And it will happen. 
Absolutely. It will happen. Absolutely. No matter what it is. And sometimes we think too small. Yeah. I, I heard someone that was speaking and we, we think too small. Your goals should be huge. If you can afford your goals right now, it is not big enough. When Jim Carrey was unemployed actor, when he was first starting out, he got a blank check and he wrote it for a million dollars. To and himself. He, and he, to himself. And he put it in his wallet. I imagine he could probably cash that check now. Absolutely. It just like you said, write it down. Makes it purposeful. Absolutely. Think big. I like that. Think yeah. big. Think big. So think, think big, big for 2020. Yes. yes. I like that. So what's your goals for 2020? What's, I mean, okay, that you want to tell us. I understand. <laughs> that I want to tell you? Yeah. That I, that, well, literally, my goals for 2020 is just continue to be a servant. Yeah, I know. I love that attitude, by the way. Yes, it's just continue to be a servant. I think even with this book, just if I can inspire someone or encourage someone, then that is priceless. That's to me. That's a goal for me is to help someone else, to inspire someone else, to motivate someone else. That's a part of my own personal goals. So for me, so continue to do that. I love radio and television. I I love it. And people recently, people don't know this. Um, I did a vision board. I did a vision board last year of 2019. And this is why I tell people this is so intentional when you write things down. I love entertainment. I love entertainment shows. I don't watch a lot of entertainment shows as I used to. But one show that I tell people that I used to continue to watch was Dish Nation. Dish Nation was on my vision Mm -hmm. board. Dish Nation, that was in January of 2019. I was like, I would love to actually guest host on Dish Nation. And literally six months later... I was on Dish Nation. I tell you, it is something. I'm not telling you what I know. I'm telling you what has happened to me. I'm telling you from experience. Right. It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. Learn to stay within peace. Yes. We give our power away so easily. So easily. Explain that, because I think some people may not quite get that. We give it away. Anything that you absolutely entertain, you give life to. And I'm talking about people the things you entertain. So negativity, you're giving you it, you're just breathing life, life into it. it. You breathe, you're giving life to it. Huh. And we, you give your power away. You literally give your power away. Like you just said, stay in peace. We'll go outside. Someone will cut you off. Someone, yeah. you come, you come in, you know, you're in a great mood and then you, you interact with someone who's not in such a good mood. They may not treat you the greatest. Now your mood you're letting someone else dictate how you feel today. Right. Why? You are giving your power away. You need to learn how to stay in peace. I mean, I'm a media guy. Obviously, I draw cartoons, whatever, and I have to keep up with the news. But sometimes you can read the news and you're just like, oh, my gosh, the world's terrible. It's horrible. And then you look around and there's your kids sitting there and you got a nice house and you're eating food and you're thinking, OK, well, maybe I need to change the channel for a while. Yes. But yes. To change it to MPB. I know, right? Absolutely. I, I tell anyone, the things that you absolutely start taking in but on a regular your, it's, basis, it's like you're going to start giving out. It's like food. Yes. I mean, you eat junk food, guess what? You're not going to feel good. It's like burning fire, uh, plastic in the fireplace. Absolutely. And same way with thoughts and ideas. Absolutely. So what you're saying, stay with peace, stay positive, you know, try to look for the good. In Let things. no one take your peace away. Nobody should be able to, your mood should not be dictated by someone else. You need to learn how to control yourself, your power, your mind. Learn to stay within your own peace. I don't you guys that. can be in here just all type of negativity. I'm going to be child smiling. Hey, now, wait a minute. Don't be talking about Michelle and I like that. Well, Sam, let me ask you a question. We're talking about what to do. Tell people, because you seem like you 
kind of like have this together. You kind of figured out the uh, the It magic. took work, Michelle. And that's what I want <laughs> to wanna get to. How do, and I always do this with Dr. Uh, uh, Butchers on Tuesdays. We talk about the what, but let's talk about the how. Give, give someone listening right now, how can they do this? If they're at a job and they have negative people around them, if they're in a relationship, or how can they stay positive in a negative situation mentally? For me, I do a lot of self-love. I do a lot of self-love. I literally, okay, I'm a big church person. Right. I will tell anyone I go to church. Church for me on Sundays is like refueling my car. Yeah. I'm putting gas on Sunday. I'm putting gas in my car. I spend time with God listening to him. So for me, that's me filling up for that entire week. I do a lot of meditation now for myself, just That's getting huge. quiet. Pull yourself out of the waterfall. Yes. You imagine when you get quiet, the things that you can hear, just get quiet. I do massages, self-love. I self-love myself. Care on yourself. Yeah. You know, weekly. Work on yourself. That's why I say it took work. It takes work. work. It's not going to happen overnight. It, it takes intentional work. Intentional Absolutely. So you're not just sitting there just, you know, doing stuff. You have a plan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can tell when I don't even go to church. I can tell. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. If I'm not reading scripture, if I'm not actually spending time with myself, if I'm not praying, if I'm not listening, I can tell I am missing something. I'm missing how you just talked about that food. I'm missing that food for my soul. Yeah. You you talk about. You talk about meditation, and it's so hard to do. Anybody's ever tried it? I mean, you realize it's not because what happens is you have this voice that goes on in your head all the time. You have this narrative, and a lot of times it's just talking trash. Yeah. And 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 when you're sitting there and you're trying to go hum or whatever and trying to get your mind still, you know, you're breathing, you're watching your breath and everything else, and suddenly you start thinking, oh, wait a minute, I got to go cut the bushes out front, or wait a minute, oh, I can't believe that my wife cut me <laughs> off, you know, in traffic the other day and nearly wrecked both of our cars. I mean, just something like that starts happening and then you realize I've got this inner dialogue all the time all it's the making time. me do stupid Even stuff and mis- and yeah. stuff goes through your head all the time but I'll be honest with you Marshall like the first time that I did meditation and I did it with a group the guy some people went to sleep and I ended up like, what am I? I ended up walking out. Cause yeah. Cause <laughs> that like, was that first yeah, time. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, I, I, I don't know how to do it. I, right. I, I, I don't get it. It is a it's 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 very different. Like you said, a lot of people don't know how to meditate. And again, if you want to, I love the things you're saying. If you want to look at how to meditate and how to get centered. And I like what you said, because a lot of single parents out here are juggling two jobs, school, going back to school and parenting and things like that. And it's challenging when you give, you're always giving, especially women, we're always giving to others. Mm -hmm. And you talked about giving back. And a lot of people say, well, I'm doing, you know, the Lord's work. I'm doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm giving back to the uh, earth and I'm giving back to the world. But if you're always giving and you're pouring everything out of yourself, you have nothing left inside. You have to replenish. Absolutely. So again, like that self-love, the uh, meditation, the massages. Refill the well. Just doing stuff for yes. yourself. And it's not selfish. A lot of parents feel like, oh, well, if I, if I go to this movie by myself, my kids, my husband... It's okay to love yourself and do something by yourself. Absolutely, because you just said the key thing. If you continue to pour into everyone else, you drain yourself and you have nothing else to give. 
what are they going to do? Exactly. What is your husband going to do then? And that's what are your kids thing. going to do then? That's a little bit what I do. I give, I give, you know, give to school, give to work, I give to uh, my other radio station. I, I'm always doing something. And sometimes, like you said, stop, take a moment, be quiet, be to yourself, think, Absolutely. focus, refocus. And that's what I have to do. Jason and I laugh and he says, I don't know what you're going to be like next year when you graduate. Well, he was talking about this year when you graduate. Because you're so on 10 all the time. You're always having a paper to do, having something to do. And now that's over. So what does Michelle, who is Michelle McAdoo? You have to find that person, find that passion, find who you are again. But here's another thing, Tamber, too, is a lot of people are walking around. They've had some kind of trauma in their life, and they don't realize that maybe that it has affected them like they are. So they're in fight or flight mode all the time. They're looking around the corner waiting for the bear to attack them. So if they can... Mm -hmm do the self-love, if they can do the meditation, if they can do the prayer, they can do the exercise, then that'll help them heal, too. Yes, they have to realize first that they have to heal. And see, I'm a compassionate person, but we have to realize just how she talked about helping other people, everybody is not our assignment. That's true. And it's important to know who is our assignment. Absolutely. Not. We'll continue on. we got another, another uh, segment, so hang in there. Of course, we're going to take our final break, and when we return, we'll wrap up our conversation with radio personality and author Timber Cherie. Phone lines are still open. You can give us a call if you got any other questions, because it is 2020. We do have New Year's resolutions. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. I see trees of green, red roses too. All right, welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. We've had a great show today. Thank you for listening. We have radio personality and author Tampa Sheree, and her new book is Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love, Eight Simple Keys for You to Become a Better You. I'm going to pull out one of the other uh, eight keys. Pure peace and harmony starts within you. I think we kind of touched on that with the with the taking care of yourself. That's a huge part. And you were talking about how you have to take care. Because like you said, and I think Michelle had a great point, and I know my wife would probably agree with you all. In fact, I wish she were hosting because she would have really gone along the same lines of what Michelle was talking about. But you just feel like people say, what's well, selfish to take care of yourself? But that's really not right. Because it's like the oxygen mask dropping out of the airplane. If you don't put it on yourself first, you can't help anybody else. Exactly. That is a great example. Exactly. I don't think it's selfish at all. But sometimes if you feel that way, sometimes you need to get selfish about yourself. So the bottom line is if you've got something that's nagging at you, it's okay to get some help. Absolutely. And I think it's such a stereotype that people feel like they cannot get help. I I think that society has really put a stereotype on where people feel like they can't ask for help and they know they need help. Right. And especially therapy. It's not weak. It's not. Actually, it's strength because it takes strength to really ask someone for help. If you got a heart condition and you go to the heart doctor and you don't think anything of it. Absolutely. You have a cold, you go to the doctor, you don't think anything of it. Well, I do because it's expensive, so I just take (laughs) cold medicine. So absolutely, I I totally 
agree. I think that this year in 2020, a lot of breaking stereotypes. I think we did that in 2019. Yeah. When it actually, you know, it we saw more in entertainment of people talking about even your mental, your mental health. You saw a lot of entertainers and artists coming out and speaking about mental health because it's important. And now you're like, finally, people are talking about this. Yeah. People are talking about healing and getting help. Like, and I think that's, it's amazing. And I think it's amazing. And people shouldn't be ashamed of it at all, at all. So to share with us one of the things that's on your vision board for 2020. One of the things that's on my vision board for 2020, I am thinking of my vision board right now because a lot of it does have to be, a lot of it is self-love. I yeah. will say that because that requires me to actually be okay to help other people. I, I do believe you got to get that oxygen mask. on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So when I'm, I'm looking at my vision board and I'm seeing it and it, it has a lot to do with a lot of self-love and then some of the same goals with church and things that I want to do. Even working. It's amazing. Women and kids have always been a platform of mm-hmm. mine, but I want to work with kids more. Oh, cool. I want to work with kids more. I want to speak more. You and Michelle need with to talk. Kids. Yeah, because she wants to help out kids, too. Yes. You guys would just get along Just great. like the younger generation, yeah. even college, even when you go all the way up, just not high school or middle school, but even college. I want to do more of actually touching. You know, I did some of it, but this year, 2020, I want to do more of it. What are ways you could do that? I mean, obviously, I'm going into schools. I'm trying to think about ways. Well, you could- actually, I, I would be totally honest. I just received an email about coming to, I think it was Alabama State University. Have the, They have a young mentoring organization for young women there. That's brilliant, by yes. the way. Yes, yeah. they do. And they were actually asked me to come as far as like speaking at one of their brunches that they do for themselves on campus. Nice. So that's what I want to do more of in 2020. Well, it's a darn good thing your speech teacher made you get up front and give the speech. I know. Right. You'd have been, you'd have said, no, I can't because I'm terrified. I know, like, no. But this is the thing. When I do go out and I talk to people, it's the same thing with my audience. I don't like to talk to people. I like to talk with you. Right. I want to talk with you. I want us to have a conversation. I was fascinated. I mean, you totally inspired me today. You really have. Really? Yeah, no, that's good. And that's pretty, that's kind of hard to do coming from you, Marshall. Like, <laughs> that's pretty hard to do. So I absolutely appreciate oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. Thank I mean, you. Well, you know what? I mean, our business is changing every day. So it's, that's it's, true. it's, you know, some days you're like, okay, I got to reinvent myself every single day. So this is, this is a great book and I look forward to reading, to reading it. And uh, memorize again, and I'm going to get on the ear and share all eight steps yeah, just to and, mess and with you. Yeah, absolutely. I don't mind, Marshall. I don't mind. Not at all. Not at all. If, it's a, if it helps someone else, my job is done. How can folks get a copy of this? Um, it is available on Amazon.com. All you have to do is search Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love, also BarnesandNoble.com, as well as Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love.com. Or you can visit my website, www.timbershery.com. Or you can just Google Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love, and everything, it'll all pop up. Oh, if you Google Timber, guess what? You pop right up I there. I pop right up. <laughs> absolutely. And it's absolutely. all good. It's all good. Well, yeah, that was, I hope it stays that way, right? 2020. Um, oh, you, you've got this. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're Absolutely. I'm going to be sitting at the end of next year going, I knew her when she was famous. Now she's even more famous. Oh, my goodness. You're so, thank you so much, Marshall. Yeah, thank you. It was a great show today. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I, I loved it. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. The book is Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love, Eight Simple Keys to Becoming a Better You. I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to thank our guest, radio personality and author, Tambra Sheree, for joining us as well. If you didn't get to hear it and want to hear it again or whatever, if you'd like to hear it while you're driving home, just download the podcast. Go to... Go to um, 
MPB Online, or you can go to MPB Public Media app and download it there as well. Now you're talking to production of MPB Think Radio, and it's produced by Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned. Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit with Dr. Josie Bidwell's joining us right next show. Now you're talking only on Mondays on MPB. Y'all have a great week. Crazy and you take